You're listening to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast by RaiderCo. I'm Marcy Raider, founder and chief productivity lead. This podcast's mission is to give you and your team bite-sized, time-saving, focus-boosting, health-improving tips that you can implement right away. Now, on with the show. I had an experience in June that was eye-opening and brain-expanding. I was invited to a retreat in the mountains of Asheville that was a cell phone dead zone. No service at all. And trust me, we tried. (laughs) We were walking around outside trying to get service. And I was there from Wednesday evening to Sunday morning with nine other speakers and business owners. The retreat had several buildings around the property and there was Wi-Fi in a couple of the buildings where you were able to connect your laptop and they you know, it, they would turn the Wi-Fi on in order for us to connect our laptops if we needed to pull something up from, a, from our Google Drive or Dropbox or something like that, but only if we were presenting. Otherwise, we didn't need to be on our cell phones and it was turned off. It was only turned on long enough to get what you needed to do and then it turned off. So much so that we did a review of the um, of our websites for five speakers, uh, just like one page of the website, and we would just pull it up, the website, and then turn off the Wi-Fi. And what I experienced is that I've often felt that I was disconnected, but actually I was not. Because as long as I knew when the next time would be that I could check my phone or laptop or send a text or an email or listen to a voicemail, I was never fully present. I was always anticipating a message or interaction. And after about 24 hours of this lack of access, I felt that this is what being truly present was like. And we, and I say we because I know there are many of you out there who have thought, oh yeah, I unplugged, but you weren't. You just, I mean, for most of you, you probably weren't um, because of that anticipation. Like, oh, I know I can call my spouse at night or I, you know, I'll call my kids tomorrow or I'll, I'll check the weather, you know, later. no. I mean, we did not have access and it was glorious. When we ate meals together, we sat and chatted around the table after we were finished, as opposed to other group dinners or when my mastermind meets, when we have meals together, we eat and then we go and check our phones and our laptops until it's time to meet again. And we just all hung out. And then the activities that were optional, like, you know, roast and s'mores at night and things like that, I found that I hung out there longer than I would have normally because most of the time I feel, I, I, you know, it's like, oh, I need to go back and call my husband or, you know, I need to take time out during this break to go check in with my team. And, you know, I, I wasn't able to get distracted by, you know, being needed or having a request or a question. And to be frank, my husband did not love this, but I did. And I think that if you are traveling, that it's it's tougher 
for the person traveling to find that time and because we have stuff going on and it's harder for the person that's at home. I, I, I've always felt that. Um, but I've, I've often said that, you know, it's just, it's tough to fit it in. And I know that some of you are thinking, gosh, Marcy, you know, it's just 10 minutes of a phone call, but it's the coordinating that phone call sometimes. And I know there are people that are listening right now. They're like, mm -hmm, I know exactly what you mean. You know, that we have to leave a group event or a meal with a friend because we need to check in at home. And it sometimes makes it feel like an obligation. And I love my husband and I look forward to speaking with him, but it's that coordination that can cause this micro stress that, you know, like, am I gonna get him? You know, I only have this amount of time and it can just prove such a challenge to connect. And it's funny because Kevin doesn't travel much overnight, but he was gone for three and a half days. Um, his band played at Heroes Con, which is this um, comic book convention that showcases all the superheroes. And he was there for three and a half days. And he said, oh, it's really hard. It was really hard for me to find a time to talk because either he was in a loud venue or he was always with other people. And it was kind of like, yeah, Kevin, I get it. I know this is my life. And, you know, another time I experienced the lack of cellular access was when our mastermind met overnight in Marion, North Carolina. And this was back in April. And we, you know, the Airbnb said that self, you know, cell service is spotty and, um, but there's Wi-Fi available. Well, they were not kidding. They, um, there was even a, a 911 phone a couple miles down the road. And for those of you who don't know what that is, um, in, in remote places in, in the country, sometimes they're uh, without cell phone access, there will be like a, a phone booth kind of thing at a church or some kind of um, you know community place where it's, it's just a 911 phone. But anyway, um, we got there and we, we didn't have cell phone service and we had really unreliable Wi-Fi, and which would have been fine, but we weren't prepared. We, you know, we used our mastermind day to maybe like what I used mine for was I wanted everybody to look at our go-to guides and our power tip sheet and give me feedback on it. And I couldn't download them because I couldn't get connected. And so it would have been fine had we known, but it still was one of our best meetings ever. And I attribute that to the lack of service. Um, we were more engaged. We all went for for walks at lunch and got outside in the fresh air when usually we would have all been checking emails or texts. Now, I don't like the term digital detox because our devices aren't poison. And I just don't like that word detox anyway. I think it's super overused and, you know, it's... Um, I just don't think it resonates with the digital device. But, you know, they're not poison. We we like them, we need them, we use them. They're handy tools. I like the term digital downsizing much better. 
And you know, this is when a time when our device use is decreased in order to be fully present. And it's the same way that I don't really use the term work-life balance very much. I prefer tech-life balance because it's typically when we're saying, you know, I don't have good work-life balance, it's because we work in an always-on culture and we feel like we always need to be available and we have a lot of emails and texts and, you know, Slack messages and things coming in. So tech-life balance and digital downsizing. Now, I recently digitally downsized for our 25th wedding anniversary vacation. We went to New Orleans and Portland, Oregon. And on day one, which was our 25th anniversary, um, in the morning, I sent one text to my parents, thanking them for being so wonderful to my husband and treating him like a son. And then I did not look at my texts, emails, voicemails, or Voxer messages for seven days. And normally the only badges, which are the little numbers that tell you how many messages you have, the only badges I have on my phone are voicemail, because if someone calls nowadays, it means something, and Voxer, which is the, a walkie-talkie app that and how I communicate with my team. And I took those badges off my phone, so I didn't know if somebody called me or Voxered me, and I actually moved my Voxer to my third screen on my phone, which is also where my email app is all the time, because I just didn't even want to be tempted. And, you know, the, te the thing that was sticky was text. You know, I have an out-of-office message on my emails and my voicemail, but how do I let people know I won't respond to their texts? Well, it was a little bit of an inconvenient hack, but I achieved it nonetheless. I went to my settings, and, and I use an iPhone, so I went to settings and went to the focus modes, and I selected driving, because driving is the only one that will give a response, like that you can actually make a customized response. And if anybody at Apple is listening to this, I would love to be able to be, you know, to have one other focus mode where I could create a response like this. And maybe this will give you the idea. Um, I changed the response to say, I'm away on my 25th anniversary and will not be checking text messages until July 25th. Now, what made it very inconvenient was because every time, not very inconvenient, but just inconvenient, because every time I wanted to check my phone for something, finding a restaurant, turning on music when I worked out in the morning, checking a map, looking at my Aura Ring data, I had to select, I'm not driving because that's a safety feature. And then I had to turn it back to driving mode when I was finished. But still, it was so worth it to be truly present with my husband. And, you know, it was a digital downsize. I really just used my phone for maps, um, my daily burn app when I would work out in the morning, when I checked my aura ring, when I turn on my Apollo Neuro at night. Um, however, I didn't interact with anyone electronically for the entire trip. Now, my clients will often say that they, they oh yeah, I unplugged on vacation. I'll say, oh great, you didn't even check your email. Oh no, I checked my email. Well, that's not unplugging. Um, you know, not responding uh, with your fingers typing is the same as responding. You're still doing it in your head and you're wasting time because you're doing it twice. Also, it can cause your family to have anticipatory stress. Yes, that is a real thing. Our family may actually feel micro stressors if they know you will be reading and responding to messages 
and will anticipate that you will be distracted. So I challenge you to experiment and see how you can digitally downsize. Can you have 24 hours or ideally longer with no messages coming in or going out so you can see what being fully present feels like as I did? Can you digitally downsize during a vacation? My husband and I only use one phone for photos. There is no need for us to both be taking pictures and we really don't take many anyway because we want to experience everything with our eyeballs rather than through a lens. And you know, can you wait to post those photos until you get home? Does anyone know or care that you aren't posting while you are at Versailles? You know, besides the fact that posting that you're on vacation can be an invite to thieves in your neighborhood, you now, you know, by waiting until you get home, you aren't interrupting your holiday to check in and see who comments and who gives you likes. I'd love to hear what, you, what you've tried and how it made you and the others around you feel. And if you like the term digital downsize better. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health Powered Productivity Podcast. The resources mentioned are linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our recommendations page on helloradarco.com forward slash recommendations, which lists all our favorite products and services. If you found this podcast valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with someone you know that could benefit. If you want an eye-opening process to plan and reflect on, giving you the superpowers to see your remarkable accomplishments, experiences, and key lessons earned along the way, check out our Powered Path Playbook. It's an interactive digital course and analog tool that leverages your past and powers your future. HelloRaderCo.com forward slash playbook. Many of our listeners use our podcast as discussion points for team meetings. If you want tailored team training or coaching, reach us at HelloRaderCo.com. And lastly, if you're looking for more bite-sized tips, get a sneak peek of my latest book, Work Well, Play More, Productive, Clutter-Free, Healthy Living, One Step at a Time. It's one-year behavior change in productivity, clutter, and health in novice, pro, and master levels. It's waiting for you at helloraderco.com forward slash gift.